Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And my name's Kay. Today we'll be reading from the book by Dr. David Jeremiah, Hope, Living Fearlessly in a Scary World. Ooh-wee. Before the disciples set out on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus said, Let's cross over to the other side from Mark 4.35. If Jesus named a destination, it was certain they would reach it. Could there be a storm? Certainly. Would it be comfortable? Would it be a comfortable voyage? No assurance of that. The disciples could have worried about seasickness. That's me. (laughs) But they didn't need to worry about drowning. Jesus had told them where they were going. It's really no different for us. From our point of view, the days ahead are uncertain. We do not know their content or their count, but we know our destination. We've been told that Jesus has gone ahead to prepare a place for us. John 14, 1-3. The word of God is filled with such promises And to grasp them is to have the cure for fear. God's word assures us a safe landing. Notice what Jesus said to the disciples as they began their journey. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let's cross over to the other side. Mark 4.35 again. Now consider what the text says about the end of the journey. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of Garnetius. Mark 5.1. God's word assures us of a safe landing. We will make it to the other side. There are two kinds of destinations that deserve our attention. Temporary destinations and our ultimate destination. God assures us that we will arrive at our ultimate destination. Life in his eternal kingdom. That promise alone should dispel all manner of fear fear of storms, and fear of fear itself. If God says that those in Christ will be saved, they will be saved. But are we guaranteed passage through every storm and route to that ultimate destination? No. Think of all the saints who died as martyrs. I find it significant that once death was certain, many of these heroes of the faith died without fear. They could only do so only because they had complete faith in God's assurance of their ultimate destination. Could you die like that? If your day were today, would you feel the joy of knowing you were going to reach the farther shore in Christ? Death loses all power to terrify. Wow, that is... That's powerful. Very powerful. God's words alert us to expect stormy seas. I find it illuminating that the Apostle James, the half-brother of Jesus, used the metaphor of a stormy sea when he talked about trials out of James 1, 2 through 8. He says, we will encounter storms in this life, and without faith, we will be like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. My brethren, James writes, Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Note that he doesn't say if, but when. Clear skies are never promised in the Bible. 
though some struggled to embrace that idea. Even Jesus, who lived a perfect life, was given no exemption from storms. Hebrew 5.8 tells us that he was allowed to suffer. And Romans 8.32 explains why. Telling us that God did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. God allowed his son to suffer so that we might be spared the punishment we've earned and go on to enjoy every good gift God gives us. If Jesus had to suffer, why would we think ourselves exempt? After all, as he explained, a disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master from Matthew ten twenty four. Then he told them not to fear the storms that inevitably would assail them out of verse 26. Jesus gives us the key to surviving storms in his story about two houses. One built on the sand, the other on solid rock. The sand represents the shallow shifting and unreliable values of worldly culture. The rock represents the unshakable truth of God, Matthew 7. As the storm rages, the first house quickly topples into the sand and washes out to sea. The other stands firm, withstanding the force of the most violent winds. In decades of ministry, I have often seen the truth of this parable vividly demonstrated. People who place their hope in God withstand every storm because they have built their lives on the only foundation that cannot be moved. And Satan will try to get you to build your house on the sand so he can destroy you. Right. He absolutely will. Mm -hmm. Deception. Well, Miss Kay, we're going to stop there. And next week we'll start with God's Word announces that the Savior is on board. He might be sleeping, but he's on board. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) If today were your last day, where would you spend eternity? It's your choice.